and just know that, have that self-awareness about yourself so that you can say, you know what? I'm overstimulated right now. This is feeling like a lot. And what are the things that can instantly relax you, bring you joy, and have it be about you? Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. Hi, Abby. Hi. Okay. Back again. I I have I have an interesting one. Did you know? Did you know that it is proven that hairstylists are the second most overstimulated people in a career? Really? Yeah. Did you know that? Really? No, I did not. But I am not surprised. Well, can you guess who's first? Oh. No. I can't guess who's first. Um, massage therapist. And oh, and the reason really? that the, yes, yes, because for a living, we touch people. Massage therapists mm-hmm. touch people all day long. Yes. So you yes. are you are drawing energy, energy. from from people all day yes. long and the touch, the constant physical touch, the you know you think about it. We're we're with our guest and and not only are we touching them constantly so we're drawing mm-hmm. their energy physically but then we're talking to them so we're yes. drawing their their energy emotionally so yes. we're just we're totally overstimulated oh my gosh okay yes all right so i i totally agree with that i it's not so much the touch thing it's the uh, the emotional energy um of, mm-hmm. of clients and as we all know of certain clients, <laughs> we all have, I don't really have any anymore, I'll say, but I have over the years and the conversations and the the feeling of being on all the time. All the time. All the time. Yes. You know, I, I graduated from Ohio State and um, I use my degree. So the, the ology, you know, <laughs> psychology mm-hmm. portion of my degree all the time. Oh, what and did I, like, you make? What did you I major feel- in? So I, ma- I majored in criminology, but it's heavily based in psychology. Did you? Wow. Yeah. I so I take, took so this. many psych courses. Yes. Wow. So many psychology courses. And, and they were my favorite. And I, I feel like all the time behind the gentleman, I still use it all the time because we are basically therapists. Like we're yeah. just there for them as their spirit animals, you know, to help mm-hmm. them through this world by by helping take some of their ener- their energy and helping with advice and, and, and just being there for them. So it's draining. And those emotional, those emotional things can really make us feel physically drained. And I know for me, I come home and I'm like, all right, nobody touch me. Nobody talk to me. I need at least 35 to 50 minutes to like yes. decompress. Yes. Do you? Have you ever found, oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever found like when you get home from like one of those kinds of days in the salon where it's just go, go, go and I'll come home and the kids are just watching a little, little show on the TV, normal. And I'm like, why is that TV so loud? Like, and it's not, but it feels so loud and yeah. Okay. So that's overstimulated. That's sure. overstimulated. And we don't even know it. We don't even know it. And it, it yeah. even like, I, like if I'm overstimulated and someone's like rustling a bag next to me, I like I shot them. Like what what are you doing with that bag? Stop. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> why? Why are you still crinkling it? It's making so much noise. And they're like, it's it's just a bag. I'm like, no. It's, like, yes. It's, it's like it's in your head. You can like, it's like, oh, it's like nails on a chalkboard feeling. Right. Right. Yes. And I, it, the oh thing gosh, is. So interesting. I know. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle with the guilt of that. So when I come home and I'm like, and you know, my kids are so excited to see me like, mom, and they like tackle me at the door. My daughter is famous, yes. Claire. She'll, she loves to, to give me a good tackle, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it can't just be like a nice warm hug. It's like a freaking jumped into my arms and tackle me kind of thing. And yes. I'm like just cringing, but I'm like feel guilty for cringing, but I'm just like, I just need a minute. And yes. and she's just so excited to see me. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just like trying to like calm her down. I'm like, I'm going to go upstairs for a second and change my clothes. And I just like stare at myself in the mirror, like willing myself. Well, and it's so funny because like I, the joke as hairstylist is like when you're at the salon, don't you dare sit down in your chair when you're done, when you're cleaning up because you will never get up never. and you'll start scrolling Instagram or whatever forever. And, and that's that's why, because we have to have like this, this zone out period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because we've been overstimulated throughout the day and it's hard when we do because for all the reasons of touching people and and hearing all of their things and, and people kind of unloading stuff on us. And it doesn't mean it's all negative. No, it's wonderful. Sometimes it's just the energy of people, whether it's positive energy or someone's having a rough day, even if it's good, it still takes it out of us. So I, I definitely will feel overstimulated. And thankfully, and I don't even know, I don't even know. Here's my question for you. Are you extroverted or introverted? Oh, I'm such a mixture. I always thought I was an extroverted person. Always. Because when you meet me, I'm bubbly and I like, I have severe FOMO, fear of missing out. So like, I always want to do things and, but I love to do things by myself. Like I love to go to dinner Mm -hmm. by myself. I love to read a book. I mean, I am not like the neighbor socialite. Everybody knows like, you know, Kelsey comes out and hangs when she wants to. But it's not all the time. So I think I'm a little bit of a hybrid. I don't know if that's possible, but mm. I am. What about I think you? so. Well, have you ever heard I'm an introvert? I'm an, I call myself an extroverted introvert. So I don't know if you've ever heard this analogy of introvert versus extrovert. So what it is, is an introvert wakes up every single day with a bag full of coins. Have you heard this before? No. Okay, so an introvert wakes up every single day with a bag full of coins. And for every interaction they have with somebody, they give the coin away. So when they get home at night, their bag is empty and they need to go to bed. And when they wake up, they have a full bag of coins again. So an extrovert wakes up with an empty bag. And every single interaction that they have with somebody, they get a coin. So at the end of the day, their bag is full of coins. So that's what helps me decide, determine whether I am an introvert or an extrovert. And I definitely am an introvert, but I like to say I'm an extroverted introvert. So I do need that recharge time. I do need the downtime, the alone time, but I could never just be like a recluse and never talk to people. So I wonder if I'm the opposite. Am I an extroverted introvert? Wait, am I an introverted (laughs) extrovert? I don't know. So if you had to go a long time without talking like if you had to like be alone for a long time would that start to drain on you oh couldn't couldn't do it you couldn't do it yeah i could i could for a period of time for sure 
But I think any human needs, we all need human interaction. I mean, let's be real. But so that's interesting. I think you're more of an extrovert. Yeah. That's my assumption. Mm -hmm. I think that you are naturally just people are attracted to you. You you get in the mix with I mean, let's be real. This past weekend, we went away to Sunlight Symposium, which we talked about in the last episode. And you just invited yourself into some random people's TikTok dance. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I sure did. So, so yes, I did. here I'm we like, go. Girl, I got those moves. They were, they come outside. They were dead. <clears throat> we were on this rooftop bar. And these girls, they came out for one purpose to record they a did. TikTok. And I could see yeah, more they, they were, were doing these dance moves. And I was like, yeah. um, can I be in your TikTok? And they're like, yeah, girl, come on. I was like, let's go. <laughs> And I got, I weaseled my way up into the front row of that TikTok. You did. So that was the perfect test for introvert versus extrovert. So that was happening. Who danced the TikTok dance? Kelsey did. Who did not and just recorded Kelsey dancing the TikTok dance? Abby did. Yes. Okay. All right. Yep. I need to send you that video too. I have not done it's that fine. yet. It's it's. Good. We need to like re- we need good. to post that in the notes. We need to post that in the notes. We need to find that TikTok. I don't. You said they didn't end up tagging yeah. you. I wonder I'm not that sure that they was. actually ended up posting it. You know what they probably did? They went to the other side of the rooftop bar and went and recorded <laughs> it by themselves. Exactly. Like, let's get these girls out of here. Yeah. Anyways, so okay, back to feeling overstimulated. So I think it's very. I think every single hairstylist would be like, "Heck yes, we get overstimulated," and we all know that we do, and we all know why. But what do we do when we get overstimulated? So. I definitely recognize that in myself. I have for years. Is that something that you recognize in yourself, Kelsey? And then yes. you do something about it? Or do you just like rage on everybody and say, no, stop crinkling no. the bag? No, I, I definitely do something about it. I, I think it's hard. Do you agree that it, it's hard for our spouses? Like, it's hard to be married to someone like us. Um, yes. Maybe a hairstylist <laughs> in general, but maybe especially someone like us. But especially it, us, yes. It's like... You know, they don't get where when they're like, yeah, I work too. I'm like, yeah, but your job's, you're sitting at a desk. Like, right. you don't, you don't know what it's like to stand for 14 hours, talk to somebody, touch them, embrace them, be on 24 seven. Oh, and by the way, you got to look good too. Like, so it's taken yes. some time, I think, to understand that. And like for my husband to really get behind that and be like, you know what, I get it. So he'll, he recognizes it sometimes before I do. And he'll be mm. like, guys, give mom, give mom a minute, give mom a space, yes. give mom her space. Um, and he'll, he'll, and he even quiets them down because you know he knows the noise bugs me when I get to that point. I'm like, mm-hmm. please don't yell around mom. Let let her Aww. let her have a minute. Yeah, That's it's so very sweet. sweet. Yeah, it really. So what is. do you do though? What do you do so, though when you have that time? When I have that time, so I I okay, I might have told you this. My biggest tool, so. Um, I, I don't know if you know this, but I suffer from, um, very severe anxiety and I always have, and I, I have found that one of the things that I learned, um, from one of my, my therapists is that the power of a shower, this sounds crazy. So oh. everybody who's listening is probably going to be like, what the heck are you talking about? The power of a shower. So when I'm having um, a high anxiety moment or a high overstimulated moment, I think the best thing to do is let the water hit my face. And it sounds crazy, but there's something about, you know, you're already overstimulated from this touch. It's like it washes it away. You're like double overstimulating it, but you're like washing the feeling away. And I will just sit there. I sit in my shower on the floor and let the water just run down my body. And even if it's only for 15 minutes, that helps. So I 
And I always tell my husband, like some people will go take a shower at the end of the day or to start their day. I take a shower to reset. So I reset mm. a lot. But then at the end of the day, Abby's probably, this is where you probably thought I was going with this. Yes, I, I love to sit in the shower with a bottle of wine. I love it. And, and please, now this is not please, all the time. But please educate elaborate. everybody. Well, yes, educate I'm why elaborate. a bottle and not a glass. Yes. Because mm. you educated yes. me on this. It's so very it's like important. A bottle if you want to try wine. this. Yes. If you want to try this, you have to take a bottle with a screw top. So I suggest Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc because that is my favorite. Take okay. that bottle up in that shower and, and and don't take a glass because if you have a glass, the water gets into it and it, it dilutes the wa- the wine, which is like no fun. Oh, but awful. if you just take that bottle to the face and you can tip, you know, screw that lid back on, you're good. Uh, during COVID, I was averaging three showers a day. And my kids, you know, you know they're like, mom what are you taking another shower i'm like i'm very dirty very dirty i need yes and i'm just like in the shower now i didn't oh always take God. a bottle of wine in, in there with me come on that'd be a little crazy i hope i, I hope you were three times a day yeah that's yeah no no that's that's usually my nighttime shower but i do take multiple showers a day because because like i said that's my reset time and it started that's when i really started to figure it out was during covid like this is the best way for me to reset so if i am having like a meltdown of any kind crystal like babe go take a shower Go take a shower. Go take a shower. I've never heard um, someone gets ready, get starts their day with a shower, ends their day with a shower. I use a shower to reset. I think that is so interesting. And have you heard that when you take cold showers? Have you heard this? Mm-mm. It's like there's it's an actual study and it's very true. I also suffer from anxiety. We've never actually talked about that That's before. So yeah. And um, and a cold shower is there's actual studies that it will lower anxiety so crazy well yeah. so what i do is i take the world's hottest shower and i sit so i sit on the floor and i turn the hot the water as hot as it will go and i mm-hmm. steam it out i mean i steam it out and i'll sit there until like i'm done and then i stand up and i turn the water as cold as it will go oh so then you just do that naturally yeah, yeah. but because I when you hear do you hear about people doing like ice baths ice, yes. pl- ice yes. plunges that is to for a lot of different things but it also helps with anxiety yeah so look at that is there anything else that you do to First, if, if, if there is not an emergency shower nearby, <laughs> what else do you do uh, to de-stimulate? Okay. You know, it just came to me. So another thing that I was told, and I wonder if if um, all hairstylists, not all, have some some feelings of anxiety. I, I, I mean, it kind of, I, kinda, I don't want to say has, yeah, some I think everybody deals with anxiety. It's just different levels. And if you can move right. past it or not. You know, I think everybody does. So I I, I agree. I agree. But I think that one thing that I had learned a long time ago was called grounding. Have you ever heard of grounding? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's the five senses. Do you ever do this when you're feeling overstimulated? Yes. It is so true. So go ahead and explain it. Yes, it works. It's very effective. So if I'm, when I'm, when, when I'm uh, granted those moments when my husband says, mom, go take a break, you know, go let, let mom be for a second. I just close my eyes and I work through my five senses and it's called grounding. And so you first think of something that you can see, you know, something that's close that you can see. So I'm using my, my sense, um, something that I can feel. So if it's my clothes, I feel my clothes. Then I, then I work hard for a sense of smell, something around me I can smell, I can taste, I can taste. So you go through all your senses, work it through, and it's supposed to reground you. And I really think it's effective. It is effective. And, and what it really does is it, it makes you be present in the moment and mm-hmm. get out of your head. And 
and calm whatever thoughts or overstimulating feelings that you're having and just be like, this is where you are in the present and feel your breath, feel your body, feel your feet on the floor, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. it, that does work. It's just so interesting that our conversation that started out to be about feeling overstimulated and laughing about things is turning into a mental health discussion. Right. Because that's, that is really what it comes it's down it comes to. It's like to. when you're overstimulated, your mental health is compromised. And so we have to recognize that and try to bring that baseline anxiety or whatever it is down to find that inner balance, that inner core to ourselves. So for me, um, I've worked very hard and I also have suffered with things from anxiety my whole life, basically. And I've had to learn. I'm sure you're the same mechanisms to help bring that back down. Mm -hmm. And I've tried a lot of different things over the years. But for me, and it has to do with like that grounding, number one, and if anyone follows me on Instagram, I'm showing this all the time, walking outside. Yes. Walking. Do that. I want to do that. I love that. (laughs) Yes. Walking outside. And if if it's just for 30 minutes, it clears my head. Uh, I used to listen to podcasts, but I found that was more overstimulating. And mm-hmm. so, like, were you listening to like murder mysteries? No, oh god, no. Okay. My anxiety okay. can't handle okay. that. I don't. Yeah, I can't. No. Who would no. do that? That'd be weird. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a huge bunch of you crazies that love that stuff. Uh-huh. I can't. Uh-huh. Like, I want to sleep at night. Uh-huh. No, I don't. <clears throat> I um, I just listen to music. Sometimes I don't listen to anything at all. Sometimes I'll talk to somebody on the phone. That's just always a good light conversation. And I walk. And then the other thing that I have found, especially this summer, this summer for me was the summer of Mm self-care for sure. And what I did was I read books obsessively. And I've learned that that removes all stimulation, all distractions from my life. And I sit and I get fully immersed. And my kids and my family, they know mom's reading a book. They just let me be. And I just read my books. And that is something that centers me so, so well. So I know, and this is something I've learned from my summer of self-care, is that if I'm getting overwhelmed throughout the week, because there's a lot going on, I say, okay, this weekend, I'm reading a book. And I'll read an entire book in one day, two days. I've never met a person who reads books like me. And I love that. Because that is the (laughs) only way. That is the only way that I can shut my brain down. That's it. Yes. The only time that my brain isn't going 100 miles a minute, even if I'm watching TV, like yeah. I'm scrolling Instagram or I'm working yes. on a reel or I'm or I'm doing something on my phone, texting. When you're reading, you're, fis- you're forced to stare at it, read it, look at it, and you can't really do anything else. And it's the only way my brain shuts down. And there's something else about like when you're reading a book and you get your own image of what's happening in the book in mm. your mind and mm. you're just you're transported for me more than watching a movie and stuff. And I also find what I find is interesting when you watch a really good movie, a really good show, you watch it until it's done, then it's done and you move on. When you're reading a book, you're picking that up and you have to put it down. Like re- you don't always get to read an entire book in a day, but say I read a book throughout a week or even a couple weeks, whatever, that story is sticking with me. And so that sense of calm that I'm getting from reading that story is sticking with me until I finish it. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, I, I no. had that big moment. Like when you are watching a movie that maybe does make you feel good and things like that, two hours done, moving on. Yeah, but you get a, a little book, more time it's to sticking book. with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you get t- more time with Do it. Do you ever get, I call it the end of book anxiety? 
where it's like you know you have to pick your next one and you're like no like i don't want to flip the last page not what i'm gonna read i use i used to however i am obsessed with the app goodreads are you on that Mm -hmm. yeah i haven't been on it in a while i gotta go back to it oh i live on that Okay. I live on that. There's a there's a book challenge, and I research my next books. You follow your friends. You see what they're reading. You look at their ratings. I got oh, a whole. I don't think I ever got that far list. into it. I love it. So I used to have that, but now I have Goodreads. Okay, I'm gonna I do it. That. I, I'm yeah. gonna do it. But I think I read. We're totally on a reading topic, and because I want to find out what your favorite book is. I love more like mysteries and. And like like stuff like that. But recently, I've gotten into Colleen Hoover. Have you? Do you read any of her books? Well, this will be a polarizing conversation. Yes, I've read one. Was it Verity? It was no. It was Layla. Okay, I just read Layla. I actually really liked Layla. But Verity was probably one of my favorite books of all time. So if, if you're listening and haven't read Verity, it's a good mix between mystery and love and all the things so that what's your favorite what's your favorite book book you've read recently favorite book i read recently i have to like look at my list here but it's interesting with colleen hoover books people love them um and i have not gotten there yet i don't i don't know and i I know i'm missing out no no well i'm reading one rock right now i don't like it i'm like there's kind of weird ones with that, with uh, some of those books of hers. But anyways, my favorite book right now, or I'll just say my favorite author is Taylor Jenkins Reid, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, um, mm-hmm. Daisy Jones and the Six, Malibu Rising, the best. She's my new favorite author. So okay, I'm going to read the, the <laughs> Evelyn Hugo. That, that's in my library. I'm going to read it's that one. It's so next. good. Awesome. So good. Oh, I love the way this went. You know, we, we started with overstimulation. Uh, yes. we've, we've talked through drinking in the shower. Um, yes. We've talked about your walking habits and not mine. And now we're on to books. So <laughs> this feels like exactly how we operate in our messy little brains. That's right. Messy little yes, brains. Yes, but the, the whole point of this is that, yes, we get overstimulated as hairstylists. And I think it's so important and something I can tell that you've already done for many years, I've already done for many years, is we've recognized that instead of maybe taking it out on other yes. people or go getting completely overwhelmed and burnt out. I think the fact that is, is that our industry, we are very overstimulated. We give a lot and we have to recognize when we are at that point and just know that, have that self-awareness about yourself so that you can say, you know what? I'm overstimulated right now. This is feeling like a lot. And what are the things that can instantly relax you, bring you joy and have it be about you? Because when we're constantly focusing on other people, we are not giving our own selves the time and the space to have our sense of calm so that we can serve our clients good and well every single day.